Welcome to Beautiful Imperfection. We are so happy you're here. In this podcast, we will discuss from week to week our identity in Christ. The beauty in our imperfection is Him. Let's get started. So I want to start today with some scripture as we're we're following up from last week about we talked about how much God loves us in our selves, but also in our community and how important it is, it is for us to prepare as individuals, but also together, right? Mm-hmm. So as we're going, these were some things that I think about when I think about Jesus. The Bible says that my lips praise you because your faithful love is better than life itself. That's Psalms 63.3. In Isaiah 54.19, it says the mountains may shift and the hills may be shaken, but my faithful love won't shift from you, and my covenant of peace won't be shaken, says the Lord. Psalm eighty-six, fifteen. But you, my Lord, are a God of compassion and mercy. You are very patient and full of faithful love. I love that he's patient, mm-hmm. Lindsay. So even when we don't see his hand, we can be assured that he is there, that he is prepared for us, and he is preparing a way for us, and that we can trust his heart. Yeah, that's correct. But yeah, I think that the, that's the key, because I think we don't unpack and, and sit in his presence enough and try to see how magnificent he truly is and how much he truly loves us. If we could use that as what we call our armor of God in hard times, I feel like it would be a bit easier to overcome our battles then, huh? I think so, too. And so we encourage you to do your own homework on God as the Trinity and how magnificent and all powerful and all knowing he is. And this exercise will truly help you to understand him more, but also change our minds and our perspectives a lot and help us to see the the majesty of who he is and that he loves us so much that it's infinite and my finite mind can't comprehend the brevity of it. Mm. So we we tend to measure everything in our life, don't we? And sometimes when we, because we'll we'll measure something to try to fit in our house somewhere, like, you know, we talked about the height, the width, the breadth and the width. And I think in our last couple of podcasts about measuring things and, and this is something that we really can't measure in um, a way that we can grasp in our hands like we can with other things, but um, it's, and we can't comprehend it because we're not God, (laughs) but I know and believe him and he has changed my life So he saved my soul and he is my rock for whatever happens in my life, good, bad, and everything in between. And I know that people look at that and say, yeah, you can say that. Sure. You can say that. I really have experienced it. And there's one thing that people can't argue with you about, and that's what your experience is. Mm -hmm. So they can say all kinds of things, but it is by knowing him, loving him, serving him together that makes us stronger. So back to that community reference earlier, he made us for fellowship first with him and then with others. And there's no way that we can, Lindsay and I can explain that to you, but you must by faith experience it for yourself. Um, it's not just a feeling, although God gives us feelings, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Lindsay, and sometimes we, we kind of want to run with those feelings and And that's where danger comes in. But we also feel the love that he has for us and the 
and the desires that he gives us Mm -hmm. when we are serving him are um, what he wants us to have. So there's a huge difference. And that's where we experience his power in our lives. Because in the world we live in, it's so easy to lose heart, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And become discouraged. And I see things every day that I never imagined in my lifetime that it could get this bad. And then I think about our kids and our grandkids and what they're going through. So, and um, we can't just look at it and say, oh, well, that's just how it goes. Um, that's not how it should go. God yeah. has a plan. So I I would like for us just to look at the direction that people take take it in and what God really intends for it to be. So when you follow who you follow changes our behavior. So if we love God, it changes our behavior. But if in community, it's important that you are in community with people who have the same core values, mm-hmm. who love God and serve him as well. And I'll tell you, it's easy to look at a person sometimes and think about um you see this person and you see this person hanging out with that person. And if you're not careful, you start acting like them. right? Mm -hmm. So it's really important to look and to see and to work together and to be strong enough in him to be an encouragement to those people. And teamwork makes the dream work, they say. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. And we're all guilty of it. I mean, we can all be easily moved in the wrong direction by literally just the wind changing or something that's, you know, just a small, tiny little thing that could happen. It just moves us off course. And before we know it, we're way off course. Mm-hmm. You're right, Lindsay. And I think we allow it because we don't grasp the greatness of his power and love, yes. like we talked mm-hmm. about earlier. Um, we allow these things to be interjected into our lives. And we um, do things sometimes because we think um, we're just too tired to do something different. <laughs> That's true. That's so true. <laughs> but we're lazy. Yeah. We're either Nobody lazy or exhausted, one of the two, but we don't want to say we're lazy, do exactly. we? Exactly. We, we want to say that we're just exhausted. And sometimes we are, but I think sometimes we just want to um, think about something else or not deal with something mm-hmm. that's before us. And, and, um, but then we're still thinking about something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even in those times, even though I just don't even want to think about it, I'm just too tired. Then what do you do? You mm-hmm. think about something. So we need to be thinking about and making decisions um, that we are thinking about the things of God. And um, God wants us to look to him for the things that we need because he created us all with a purpose and for a time. And when we dismiss the things in scripture and the things that God um doesn't change in our life and we think that's truth but we're not really looking to his truth Mm -hmm. that becomes our truth and we move on that then we can get ourselves in trouble really fast we must allow his love to penetrate our hearts and change our hearts and minds and we choose whether or not we do that um lindsay pick it up right there and talk about that just a little bit yeah so how do we measure that and how do we know when enough is enough It just has to be with our whole heart or we can say, Hey, I went to church on Sunday and I, I went to small group and I heard preaching and I laughed and it was enjoyable. But the next week I do the same thing all over again. I mean, just because that's something I do. And, but if you're coming to church and you're going to small group and you're coming to Bible studies and whatever you're doing and you're leaving the same, 
and not doing anything for the whole entire week and coming back and doing the same thing over again, you're really not serious about who God yeah. is in your life. You what know? if we did that in school or in our work or in other areas of our life? Right. <laughs> I'm coming in Monday. I'm staying all day. I'm doing something, but... And then Tuesday, I'm doing the same thing, but I'm not learning anything. I'm not growing. You're going to fail your test. I'm not, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can drink all the smart water you want, and you can eat all the smarty candy you want. It does not help. That's Just right. like when you eat all the bags of uh, Skinny Pop. It doesn't make you skinny no, either. No, no, no. <laughs> so those are things that we need to think about because we don't. We apply it differently. I guess what I'm trying to say is sometimes we apply differently in our everyday life, our spiritual life, mm -hmm. but it's really not separate. No. It should be the same. And if you're not moving towards him, right? Mm -hmm. Then you're moving almost away from him in a exactly. sense. Or you're not, you're staying stagnant and that's not what we want. We want to take right. small, tiny little baby steps um, and keep moving. Life's ever changing. Um, but, you know, we need to make those changes for ourselves. And it's like getting in the word every day and it's making a lifestyle change of doing something different instead of doing something on the weekend that you're maybe not focusing on him. You need to change that. And mm -hmm. maybe even, this is just an example, it just comes to mind, but meeting with ladies that you know that, you know, you need to um, meet with them and talk to them about things or um, doing something in the community to help. Um, those are all things that are actually in communion with others. And God wants us to be in community to help each other, to encourage each other. And um, he just, he wants that as part of our duty. So we dismiss that though a lot, right? Pam, yes, we we've, we've got uh, we've got our checklist and we've got to go to the grocery store on the weekend. We've got this and this and this and this thing to do. We've got 500 other things to do. And um, that's when, if we don't, if we don't watch out, it's going to almost hurt ourselves, but it also hurts him and it hurts his kingdom because mm -hmm. we're not following what we're supposed to. Right. I think sometimes we make the things that are really simple, um, very difficult. We think about that they're it requires too much, mm -hmm. but um, it doesn't require too much. It's kind of as you go in your life, you are learning things. So if you're taking the scripture with you as you go and learning and thinking about those, um, and we think we got to go run errands today, but on our way, we could listen to the Bible app in yeah, the car. That's great. Very simple. Um, it'll it reads right to you out loud. It's not very difficult. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's it, it'll read on your phone. You just have to turn it on and turn it on before you leave, not while you're on the road because then you can't find it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a really good thing to use. And you can always play worship music in your car. And I mean, get loud. It's okay. Um, and I do that a lot. Um, I was just speaking to this past week, we were joking around about not even getting um, to the restroom by yourself when I was talking to Jim's and the moms there. And, you know, and we know it's true. I mean, we have babies hanging on us all over when we're younger. And but I I just like to say, but when you do pray while you're there. <laughs> so there are times that in our lives that just we just need to establish times, but there's also space in there for things that we can do differently. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I ride in silence, just allowing the presence of God and thinking about God. And um, sometimes I, you know, I play different kinds of music or whatever. I'm not saying that you can't do different things. I'm just mm -hmm. saying that if you're having difficulty finding a way to spend time with God as you go 
in your busy life, mm-hmm. there are times that we just don't think about. Even when we're sleeping, God says that while we're sleeping, that he speaks to us in his word. I don't sleep enough, so maybe that's my problem. <laughs> I don't give him enough time to speak to me while I sleep. But um, I think that uh, we, if we're really having a bad night, and I do this sometimes, so as a personal testimony, uh, if I'm struggling with something, um, if, if my mind, if I'm double-minded, so to speak, or mm-hmm. things are going on that are concerning to me and I'm worried about it, I'll sometimes just turn it on like beside my bed and just leave it on low all night long and just allow the word of God to permeate whether mm-hmm. I'm listening, but when I wake up, it's still going. So I'm hearing things, but also I think that God will apply those things to our life. So, and his power is calming. And this is the thing. It may not change our chaotic circumstances, but it calms our heart. Oh my gosh. Yes. You know, and he says that, um, that the word is, is him and the word is powerful. And I think we, if we're honest with ourselves, we don't really want to open up the Bible. You know, um, we tend to think we don't understand it um, or in our circumstances, it's not the first thing that we want to op- uh, to do. Right, Pam? I mean, it's right. just sometimes in the moment we are we are really um, or at trying times, you know, and it just us. doesn't apply yeah. to us, mm-hmm. but it is. And I think we also um, sometimes even listen to podcasts like these or even to preachers. But, and that's good. No, no, no. That's that's really good. I don't want to take away from that. But I, I really think that he has something for us in the word, first and foremost. And he has something specifically for us in it. And he speaks to us through it. Mm-hmm. That's right. And we have some experiences that are like you're like, I have some experiences like your experiences and mm-hmm. your experiences are like mine or my experiences and your experience experiences <laughs> are like some of the people listening to us today. But then there are also those times that are very specific just mm-hmm. for us. And I think that we need to understand that God works that way individually with us when there are specific needs that we have that are different from everyone else's. So also learning on our own. And um, we share with other people that the love that God has for them, but we also want to show them that, right, in mm-hmm. our own lives. How can we be an example of what we're saying? Yeah, I think mean, it's really exciting to come back, really. I think when we talk about the word and um, just reading the word and, and being in communion with each other. So I just have an example of something that um, has happened to me in the past that I think is just rings ever so true about community. Um, but when you're reading the word and you're able to share whatever God has given you, um, you're able to come back and be able to share that with others. So I have a discipleship group that um, I led for many years with these girls and we were going through Genesis and we started it at the very beginning and we read a chapter or two each week. But at first I would read the word and absorb it, reading it from the storyline to get the context. And then we'd read it over every single day is what we were helping ourselves meditate on the word of God. And throughout each of those days, God gives us a little bit of insight. He might not give it to us Um, maybe one day, or maybe sometimes he gives us something different each day. But as we read through the passage of that week, we're going, he's going to give us something. And um, 
and he'll give you something each and every day as you meditate on the word. Um, but you know, when I went through this, um, I think it was such a neat opportunity because it gave me um, a pure understanding of who he is and his character. And as I was meditating daily, um, it gave me an understanding and meaning of the passage and even how to apply it in my life. But what's really neat, Pam, is that he helped me understand something. But when I went back to the ladies and we would talk about what he had given me and then what they had given themselves, he had given them, it was almost not saying it's different, but it was almost an additive to where it was just, I would have never thought of that. Mm -hmm. um, and it just added to what God's glory and, you know, is really, and how he gives it, gives a little bit of, um, storyline and, or, explanation in each of those passages to each of these ladies, and it just amplified his presence. So when we come together, um, it just is so very beneficial to us. And it's what we really need. It's mm -hmm. what we yearn for is someone in community with each other. Right. And that's why I think it's so important that we do that. And that is why, because it's so very beneficial that Satan wants to us not to do that. Mm -hmm. So he wants to keep us from it and put, you know, roadblocks, detours, discouragement, things in our mind that um, he doesn't want us to have. But God says that he has given us the power to tread upon the serpents and scorpions. And that means snake. <laughs> so mm -hmm. put on your red high heels, girls, and let's start stomping. stomping. So the thing is that we need to remember that God is in our life and he is powerful and he is there for us. Are we living it out? And that is the thing that I think is so important. Um, we have it. It's available to us. Are we using it? Are we displaying it for him, magnifying him to make him known to the world around us? We love because he first loved us to get God's love. We already have it. We don't love others to get it. We don't do anything to get it. Mm -hmm. We already have it, but we do it as a result of his love. Please don't miss that because it's life-changing. What we do from our heart comes from a heart that God has already filled. And that, so that is an outflow of what he's doing. So our identity is in Christ. Everything that we do comes from that because of his love for us. So I keep saying things are simple. They are, but it's not always easy to do. So the processes of God can be difficult, but they are worth it. They're beneficial and God gives it to us for a reason. So rest in him, trust him in him. And let, me, let us encourage you to focus on him. Just be in tune with him. At some point in your day, make a, a decision to intentionally focus on God and allow him to speak to you. And I promise you, he will. Mm. So today we want to close out and thank you so much for listening. And we look forward to being with you again next week. And it'll be a surprise because we have a plan for next weekend. <laughs> so I'll let you in on our planning when it happens. Thank you so much. And I hope that you have a blessed day. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you have gleaned something of value that will help you in your day-to-day -day lives and draw you closer to living fully in who God designed you to be. Until next time, you are beautiful in His sight. If you've been thinking and listening to us and wondering, how can this become a reality in my life? How, does, how can my identity 
be in Christ and you've never received him, I'd like to give you the opportunity to do that right now by praying a sinner's prayer. It's a very simple prayer, and it goes like this. Lord, thank you so much for loving me. Thank you for going to the cross and dying for my sins. I open up my heart. I ask you to come in. Please forgive me for everything that I've done and help me to walk with you as I follow you in my life. In Jesus' name, Amen. If you prayed that prayer, we would love to connect with you and help you as you start your life in Christ. Please visit thebestnews.org.